January 17th, 2023. I'm interested what you think, who's more to blame. If it's the defense, some people are blaming Herbert, some people are blaming Staley. I don't know if you think it's like a culmination of them all or if you have one that you are like mostly fuck you about. I I really think uh, that it was Staley's fault or at least the coaching staff's fault. They should fire him. I think they should fire him. I think they should fire Brandon Staley. September 12th, 2023. The Chargers have got to do something, man. Like, if this is another season where they're good and just not quite good enough to either make the playoffs or to even win a playoff game, like... There is zero reason to keep Brandon Staley after this year if he keeps losing. September 27th, 2023. I think Brandon Staley needs to be fired. This, he's like, just, seriously. I, I really think the he place. needs to be fired. His first year, he would like was always going for it on fourth down and and stuff like that. Like he was aggressive, and then now it's like he'll be either be aggressive or he'll be super conservative one game. And it's like, dude, there'd be one thing or the other. Like Doug Peterson is one of those guys. Nick Sirianni now is one of those guys. Like we're gonna go for it, and like you know we'll we'll deal with it on the other end if we need to with the consequences. But we're gonna go for it. I don't know. Staley doesn't even have that like air about him that Doug Peterson or like Ron Rivera does. Like he's no, it just seems he just comes across as like a pussy. October eighteenth, two thousand twenty-three. They gotta, they gotta fire Brandon Staley. That's what's gotta happen. He's gotta go. That's that's it. That's that's seriously it. There should be no reason why they shouldn't be four and two right now. No, there's really not. They should be. There's a lot of games that they've left out on the table. That's probably gonna burn them when it comes. And if they don't, if they do not make the playoffs. If they do not make the playoffs, Brandon Staley should absolutely be gone. Like, I, if he's not, that's crazy. Yep, yep. He's he's definitely on the hot seat. There's zero reason they should be this bad. Yeah, zero reason other than coaching. November twenty first, two thousand twenty three. Brandon Staley needs to be fired. That is all. Live from Delaware, it's Hoagies and Pierogies with your hosts. Ian DiCarlo, we're getting a little double down. Chocolate rain and RJ Hammond. I just want some more hot tea in my life. Let's just say he was a good lover. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 81 of Hoagies and Pierogies. I'm your host, Ian DiCarlo. I was going to apologize for not getting episode 80 out last week, but... Uh, you all got to watch the downfall of Brandon Staley. Oh my God. We said it five times in the past. I think we've said it more. I, The way I looked it up, I looked it up through the transcript. And I don't manually do the transcript on RSS. So it's all auto-generated. So I just typed in Brandon Staley. Hit F5 on Google, uh, on Chrome. And it was pretty easy to find that shit. So yeah. Oh man. Oh, that was a drubbing. But let's see here. Uh, we have news in baseball. We got some fun college football stuff. We got some NFL football, like always. So let's just get into it right now. Let's go. All right, first bit of news in the MLB. Last week, we learned that the Dodgers are cheap as fuck, and 1% of Otani's contract goes to charity, so they can write that off as some tax bullshit. Friedman? I don't, is that... Uh, no, I don't know. I, I, it might be. They uh, also pulled out 
a massive trump card in recruiting Otani. Kobe Bryant had recorded a video asking him or like saying like we would love you in LA like please come to LA he recorded that in 2017 so it wasn't AI generated it wasn't any bullshit it wasn't some actor doing it it was the real deal and uh how could you not go to LA after that I mean come on I just can't believe that they actually pulled that out and they probably got honestly they probably got permission from the Bryans to do that. I, I I don't see how they couldn't. So yeah, good for the Dodgers though. Seriously. I like I said the last week, I hope they win a title with Otani. It would be a travesty if they don't. McCutcheon is back with the Pirates, boys. Let's go. One year, five million dollar deal. I think the Pirates would be cheap enough to use an AI generated video of Clemente. Oh man, I'm very happy for McCutcheon to be back. He's one home run shy of being the 26th player with 300 uh, home runs and 200 stolen bases. Okay, so Penn State's in the Peach Bowl, and uh, New Trail uh, Brewing is making a peach version of their State Light. What if they made another bowl? State Light Potato. State Light Avocado. State Light Mayo. State Light Pop-Tart. State Light Wasabi. State Light Orange. State like Chick-fil-A, state like Cheez-Its, state like Rosé, state like Sugar, state like Tortilla Chip, state like Frosted Flakes, state like Gun. This might also be a good time to mention that uh, they'll have an edible mascot for the bowl game, (laughs) and the winners will be able to take a bite of the Pop-Tart mascot. How crazy is that? There is no way. I don't get hired by Neutro's marketing team after this. Actually, please don't sue me. This is a parody Neutro. I am just kidding. But there wasn't uh, there wasn't really much news outside of like transfer news. Uh, we got people uh, quarterbacks going to Oregon left and right. Who was it for? Uh, from Oregon or not from Oregon? From Oklahoma. That kid went to uh, Oregon, and then the. I don't know if it's the backup QB for UCLA. I didn't watch any UCLA games this year. Is also transferring to Oregon. And uh, DJ Ulongale, I think that's how you say it. I will respect him instead of saying ukulele <laughs> continually. Uh, where is he going? I think he's going to Florida State. There is no way if they perform, if Florida State performs just as well next year with DJ Ulongale as a quarterback, there's no way they're being kept out of the college football playoff if they go undefeated and win their uh, championship game. I saw that, and I got so excited. I got so freaking excited. This transfer doesn't really make any sense to me other than, like, if you just saw it, if you just saw Kyle McCord transfers from Ohio State to Syracuse, you'll be like, "Uh, why did you do that? You're going to be the incumbent starter next year. But I guess Ryan Day like fucked him over and put him in in a game last year or a couple years ago or whatever petty bullshit. And it exhausted a year of his eligibility. So boohoo, you get five years instead of six years, I guess. I, I don't know what 
year McCord is. I don't know if he's a junior, like a fourth-year junior or something, so next year he's going to be a fifth-year senior. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is there, but good luck at Syracuse, I guess. (laughs) Idiot. Thursday night football, we're going to start out with it. 63-21 to 21 Raiders. Holy shit. 42 to nothing at halftime. And they just kept raining it down. <laughs> I just saw this yesterday. Uh, Pierce, uh, Antonio Pierce, I think is their interim coach's name, coached a high school football team that beat someone else 99-9. to 9. <laughs> So you knew that he was not going to let up the brakes. I think uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted that probably. <laughs> that was the second most points ever scored on Thursday Night Football. Uh, 84 total points. And honestly, it should have been even more lopsided. The Vikings just kind of gave up in the fourth quarter. Or not the Vikings, sorry, the uh, Raiders. But the game that holds the record is the Saints beating the Vikings 52-33 to for 85 total points. Just one point off. When you're clamoring for Max Duggan, you know that something is very wrong. Very, very wrong. And then this is the golden nugget here. <laughs> when asked if he should be the coach... After the game, he said, uh, I think so. I think I should remain head coach. Everyone has these games where they get blown out 63-21. to 21. <laughs> Oh, man. Finally, Brandon Staley is fired after we've been calling for it all season long. All season long. And RJ, you're the... Technically the one that said it first. I mean, I said it was Brandon Staley's fault that they lost the playoff game, but then you ran with it. You said he should be fired. <laughs> uh, all of our pleas, all of our prayers were answered. <laughs> the Chargers fan must be, they're the Chargers owner must be a fan of hoagies and pierogies. We love it. We love to see it. Oh, and let the Belichick to the Chargers speculation Begin. I wrote that down right after it happened. And what do I see the next day on TV? Is Belichick going to the Chargers? No, I think they need an offensive head coach. You know, I think in the past that I have said that Brandon Staley was an offensive coach. He's not. He's a defensive coach, which makes that 63 points even worse. <laughs> oh, oh. You love to see it. You so love to see it. Holy shit. All right. You know the end of the season's approaching when there's Saturday games. A full slate of Saturday games. 1 o'clock all the way to 10, 30, 11 o'clock, baby. Let's go. The first game, chef's kiss. Great game. What a game to start out the weekend. Holy shit. It was exciting throughout the game. It was back and forth. The Bengals were kind of holding on there a little bit. The Vikings were pushing to take over. The momentum struck, and the 
Vikings just lost the game. All right, the Bengals were down 17 to 3 for a while. And then I don't know what happened in the fourth quarter. Bengals went touchdown, 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 end of half. Well, end of regulation. I think that T. Higgins had the best touchdown catch of the year. That was insane how he came out of the end, jumped like three yards, two yards out of the end zone. Caught it, got was getting tackled, had the just sense of just the awareness and knew exactly where he was on the field to put it in his hand and flip that bitch around right into the end zone. I got up and I said, Oh my God. Like, this was the one where you leave your seat and you're like, holy shit, did he actually just do that? I could not believe that. 39 seconds left and T. Higgins does that shit. Do not tell me that T. Higgins would not be a wide receiver one anywhere else. When you have Jamar Chase as your wide receiver one, you're going to be wide receiver two. But when you can be bona fide number one, especially if the Patriots sign him, if they use some of that cap money, which they're going to have a lot of next year, he is, if that didn't prove it, he is a bona fide number one wide receiver out of a bunch of, he's probably top 15 receiver in the league. At least, at least top 15. I don't know if I'm going to go through and name all of them, but. Yeah, holy shit. All right, so then, yeah, it went into overtime, and Nick Mullins did not get two straight tush pushes. Two in a row. Two in a row, They the Vikings fucked it up. They had the smallest guy <laughs> pushing behind him. I There was zero zero threat of him running the ball. So you knew it was going to be a touch push. Came over way late, should have at least stayed in motion. And But why not have someone bigger back there behind him? Didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense at all. And then the Bengals were able to go down the field, kick the field goal after the turnover on downs and win 27-24. Those are the real cardiac cats. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, the rest of the Saturday games were all right. Uh, We had the Colts beat the Steelers. Actually, destroy the Steelers 30-13. to Um, What's his name? Not Mitch Trubisky is going to start, but uh, Mason Rudolph is going to start next week. You have to start Mason Rudolph for Christmas time. Come on. Come on. (laughs) And then the Lions, they got their shit together and crushed the Broncos 42-17. to So the last two games were blowouts, but everyone was just rolling on a high after that first game. Oh, that felt good. Okay, these Sunday games. I cannot believe I did not retweet this. 
how okay i didn't retweet it didn't favorite it didn't do anything are you kidding me <laughs> Jameis winston strolls in with the briefcase he opened the case and there was nothing inside That's what is between us and greatness. Jameis shouted and jumps while pointing at his teammates. Nothing. (laughs) Jameis Winston, you will go down in the history books for every single crazy thing that you did. You crab leg stealing... Oh, my God. This is golden. Absolutely golden. Nothing. Pulp Fiction style opens up the briefcase. Nothing. That's what stands between us and greatness. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, Jameis Winston, you are a national treasure. Please never change. Oh, that was too good. Way too good. And that's how we started out our Sunday. <laughs> All right, this one o'clock slate of games was awful. I mean, I mean if you're a Dolphins fan, let's... We actually have a little bit of something on the Dolphins this week, huh? What a feel-good story for Raheem Mostert. 20 touchdowns this year. I think he scored his 21st as well. Yep. 21 touchdowns on the year for Raheem Mostert. He had 19 in his first eight seasons, and that completely makes up for all of his checkered injury past. And you, you have to feel good for him. You really do. Um, I, that stat was crazy to me. 19 touchdowns over eight seasons, 21 this year alone. Uh, after that, Roger, uh, Rogers officially is not coming back. And I mean, why would he even with, you know, coming into the game, their playoff chances were all but gone. So, I mean, just, yeah, may as well just wait till next year. 14 weeks is is crazy for an Achilles injury. Uh, The Jets shut out, or sorry, the Dolphins shut out the Jets 30 to nothing with uh, Tyreek Hill throwing a couple bombs to Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle had a great game. Holy shit. Uh, another uh, wide receiver that had a great game, Rasheed Rice. Hell yeah. Won me my fantasy game in my work league this week. 24 points. Uh, the Patriots were trying to win this one, crazily enough. It was not funny. It was 14-10 to 10 at halftime, and the Chiefs still were kind of like not looking so great. But I, I cannot believe this. Kadarius Tony fucked up again his bricks for hands showed up this week completely uh, just flew off his hands 
And Mapu, Marte Mapu, Marte Barte got his first interception this season. Let's go. The first of hopefully many. <laughs> you cannot make this shit up. That was his third target of the day. And he only got five yards on his other two. So, uh, could, uh, Tony needs to needs to go. He needs to go. Uh, yeah, at least. So, that actually led to a touchdown by the Patriots. And it was 27-17 at that point. It was the last points of the game. But still, the, uh, the Chiefs had a great punt. Great punt. Great uh Placement, great down by the special teams right at the one-inch line. It was his foot. You saw that little bit of green. It was like a toe-tap catch right to put the ball down right at the one to end the game, basically. They go four and out. It's over. Actually, I think uh, Zappi threw a pick or something on that last drive. Or he fumbled it. I don't, I don't even care. They lost. And guess who fucking won? Bitch, the Panthers won their game against the Falcons. It was a torrential downpour, and there was nobody there. <laughs> it was seven to nine, and it was, it was seven to six for a long time. And the Falcons just completely—they don't want to throw the ball at all. I don't blame them, but you have to at least try. And Desmond Ritter, just so many fuck-ups. Taylor Heineke starting next week. So we'll see what goes on with that. B- I think Bijan had seven yards. What is... Uh, Arthur Smith, I think, might be... <laughs> forget the quarterback. Arthur Smith might be the problem. One game. One game back of the number one pick. And we would be tied for it right now. If we hadn't beat the Steelers. Oh, oh man. Come on, Panthers. I hope that sparks something in them and they get it going. Uh, the 49ers kind of looked sloppy against the Cardinals to begin with, but they ended up winning 45-29. to 29. The Bills. The Bills are convincing now. They're looking a little bit better. They still need to prove that they can beat. I, I don't know. I feel like the Cowboys put a lot into beating the Eagles last week. No excuse, but, dude, James Cook went off 179 rushing yards, and then he also had uh, 42 reception yards to top it off, so he broke 200 scrimmage yards. Very good. Very good for him. Uh, we'll see. We'll see who's uh, – this was the this was the Cowboys' chance to take their lead at the top of the uh, NFC East there. Because oh boy, speaking of someone that needs to <laughs> needs some kind of spark, E A G L L L E Eagles. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I know Jalen Hurts had the flu or something, but he came in walking in in that. Jordan gear and that was a death sentence that was the worst omen possible if you didn't have the Seahawks money line at that point you should have done it 
Drew Locke showed up and he came in there, threw a bullet to Jackson Smith and Jeba, and they won the game 20-17. to Eagles lose their third game in a row. This is not good. This is not good at all for the for the Eagles. Um, I, I think a lot of people had the same thing that Hurts had, though. I Like I said last week, I was sick. It lasted a good two days I was out of commission, basically. The third day I was stuffed up as fuck. Fourth day stuffed up as fuck. Fifth day felt a little bit better. But it, it, they totally blew this one. They were up 17 to 10 pretty late in the game, I think. And then I just all hell broke loose. You would think that the embarrassments, like the absolute embarrassments from the two weeks prior would uh, jumpstart them a little bit. <sighs> but I, I, I guess they did come out looking fine, but this is worrisome. They're honestly... They were a couple plays away from being eight and six in the Commanders game and the Bills game, instead of a spiraling ten and four. I, I still would not want to run into them in the playoffs, but they're not as physically imposing as they were last year. They seem just beat down and run down, and a cross country trip after getting the. 49ers on long rest getting the Cowboys on long rest and then having to go across the country is isn't easy for anyone but I mean it's zero zero excuses at this point this one blew a lot of people's parlays on the weekend (laughs) Uh, speaking of betting everyone go watch bookie Bookie on HBO. It is very good. Uh, great show about bookies like in the modern age with like DraftKings and FanDuel and all that stuff going on. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco is like the main guy, main comedian. Oh, you took my bet. Uh, I, <laughs> I thought I had a good Sebastian. I can't do it. Hilarious moment right off the bat in episode one. Not going to spoil anything. The only thing I'll say is that the episodes are like 25 minutes long, and I wish they were like 10 to 15 minutes longer. Um, the first six are out right now. Seventh episode should be out the day this podcast comes out. So, yeah, it's it's a great, great show. I highly recommend it. All right, everyone, this is going to be our last uh, episode before Christmas. So have a Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm not going to cut around that bullshit. I'm not going to say happy holidays. This is Christmas. Bitch. And it's all about Christ. Bitch. I love you, bitch. Oh, my God. I ain't going to never stop loving you, bitch. All right, everyone. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Make sure to follow us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave a like. Comment whatever you want to comment, but leaving a like is okay. One out of the two. Actually, two out of the three. Subscribe, like, or comment to two out of the three. But yeah, all right, everyone. I think that's it for this week, and we'll leave you with this. A bunch, 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 bunch.